Welcome to our podcast. I'm Mia. And I'm Vincent. And this is our journey into the ethical non-monogamous lifestyle. And we hope you'll join us for the ride. We're on Instagram as Room for More Podcast. And also Twitter, Room for More One. And we're on fabswingers.com as Room for More Podcast. So please get in touch with us because we'd love to hear from anyone who wants to talk to us. So welcome back to the Room for More podcast. We've been away for a little while. Uh, but as usual, um, we're finally back again. I'm Vincent. And I'm Mia. And we're here to chat about our experience in the lifestyle. And this time we're going to mainly going to, we're going to focus on probably on Tinder because we've spoken a bit about the website Fab Swingers before, but we haven't really spoken much about Tinder. So yeah, I remember we talked about it in a previous episode, but only a little bit. And we often get asked, um, you know, because we, we play separately as well and run Tinder, which is kind of unusual, what are our experiences. So we've been thinking about it a little bit and we have we have a few thoughts and experiences, which might be interesting for other people to... Yeah, um, I guess, first of all, we set up our, our original couples profile on the Fab Swingers website. And then we realized fairly quickly, I guess, that we were quite comfortable seeing people separately. And then I suppose logically it followed from there. If we were seeing people separately on Fab Swingers, why not on other dating sites? So I think I set up a profile first and then you set up a profile, a singles profile on Tinder. Now, when we got together, there was no Tinder. There was no dating apps. It was basically... It was old fashioned. It was old style. Walk up to someone in a bar and try and chat them up. Exactly, you know, and... Which is really fucking hard to do. It's really crazy hard to do. I'm really bad at that. I'm so much easier. It's so much easier for me doing it online than it is doing it in reality. Yeah, it just, yeah, it's so much easier getting a conversation started, you know, on your phone because it's so non-threatening. And if they're not interested, then they just swipe left, I guess. Exactly. We set up our Tinder profiles and... Like I said, it was completely new and strange for me. Um, I suppose the first thing that I was aware of was privacy. Um, I really didn't want my face pic to be seen because we live in a small community and um, I want to maintain a certain level of privacy uh, about our life and our lifestyle. Yeah, of course, yeah. So yeah, kind of we were quite aware of the privacy factor um, because in Fab Swingers, you know, you don't give out a face pic unless you want to. And usually you do that by private message. Um, with Tinder, generally, it's a face pic is your first impression of somebody. Um, so when I set up my profile, I picked, I think, three, I have maybe three or four photographs um, and they're all headless. Um, yeah, and they're they're nice pictures. And I have to say, when I saw them, I wouldn't necessarily have kind of recognized you. Um, you know, they're, you know, kind of interesting, sexy kind of body pics, but, you know, nothing too overt. No. But I have to say, you know, like your profile is totally unique on Tinder. I've I've never come across one like yours. Um, and, and this was something I just, um, I just created myself. I didn't look at anybody else's profiles before I created it. I just put up exactly what I thought I wanted. Yeah. Um, yeah. which was I can't remember, it's maybe got four body pics, you know, and 
you know, a couple of dresses and the casual and... And, and you have one in like a yoga outfit or yeah. a sports bra or something. So yeah. you can see your fit. Um, and then I just put up married in an open relationship, um, just looking for fun. Something like that, you know, yeah. nothing no kind of big lists or anything that about me particularly that I like or don't like and I left it at that and I got you know a lot of I don't know hits do you call them hits <laughs> I'm not sure what you call them matches I matches, guess yeah. um, and I quickly realized that a lot of people a lot of men just didn't realize what an open relationship was so inevitably the first questions were always oh tell me more Mm. And so it becomes very, very boring when your uh, first conversation with somebody is they're asking you, you nearly feel like you need to copy and paste the same thing. The response, yeah. Over and over again. So I, I quickly changed that and said, if you really don't know what a, an open relationship is, please Google it before you start chatting to me. wasting your time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I put up in mine um, ethically uh, non-monogamous, which is probably a bit more you know technically difficult for people to understand and again women were just like what does that mean and yeah it's just google it and come back to me um but no your your profile is very different to any others i mean i've obviously you know been swiping around the whole country and i've never seen one um with an irish woman who has kind of body pics and has you know open relationship as part of their profile there there really isn't any others that's really interesting that um, would be interesting to find out like are there many women out there who are like, i've done a lot of research <laughs> there but, must be though there must be but like i've i mean certainly you know during the summertime in particular you know obviously there's people here on holiday so i've seen uh pictures from women who've say from Scandinavia or the Netherlands or you know places like that um, and they've said you know in an open relationship you know um, you know similar to yours mm -hmm. um, but I've yet to come across an Irish one which well is there might be there might be we just you just haven't come across her yet I'll keep searching I'll keep yeah. searching and I'll let you know but anyway so I've not had a huge amount of success um, on tinder um, I think it's I am fussy I am picky but um I think it's difficult as well for me to match. Sometimes, you know, maybe the people, the guys are, I've matched with a few women, but it, interestingly, women never make the first move. They yeah. never are the first ones to make the chat. And I think because of that, I tend to be quite reticent as well. I, if I match with another woman, I don't tend to chat with her. I'm not that bi anyway. Yeah. But I think if it was somebody who was really nice, I would definitely go for a coffee or a drink with her mm. um, just to see. But again, although I've matched with a few women, I never uh, have found... It's never really been that, that sort of chemistry, has no, it? No, it's not that. It's just that the women don't chat first. They, I think, expect the other person to make the first move yeah and if it's but two women matching then that's, that's never, nice then it's because never they're gonna... both going to sit there looking at their phones going well i'm not going to message her if she's not going to message me <laughs> bitch so yeah it's just i think it's habit i think women have got into um this habit of the guy messaging first mm. um and occasionally i have messaged first if it's been somebody i really like the look of i will message them first yeah i mean you prefer chasing than being chased anyway i do yeah um but uh, yeah and i suppose for for a guy then especially for a guy like me who's kind of you know i'm open on my profile as to what i'm looking for so i get very few matches so if i do get a match it's like 
you know, fucking hallelujah. And so you don't wait. You have to message first and see if if they're going to bite, you know. Mm. And um, then when you do get a bite. Yeah, I mean, again, it can be it can be like they really want to bite you because often they'll be quite aggressive and they'll say, you know, um, I'm not judging, but, you know, you're a complete asshole for what you're doing. And um, God, that's yeah. so judgmental, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I suppose like there's a major difference between men and women on on Tinder generally, like men on Tinder, a lot of them, you know, are having affairs and you'll see it in their in their profiles and they'll be, you know, open enough about it. Um, but for me, there seems to be very, very few women who are in that boat and typically their profiles tend to be, you know, pictures of flowers or, you know, kind of the ocean or something random. Mm. Well, sometimes I do. I, I've, I've seen quite a few profiles of men and uh, they will have a picture, maybe like you said, of the ocean or some kind of sports activity. You couldn't tell who they are or make them out and I have guessed if there isn't a face pic of the guy then he is having an affair mm. um, generally I haven't seen many profiles I have seen a few um, of guys who are in open relationships as well yeah really yeah. not that many mm. it's it's very rare yeah um, and you know if I see a picture that's of you know a flower or something then at the start you know I thought this is someone having an affair woohoo you know this is going to be a great thing and I've swiped right and then I don't know typically they haven't really been that forthcoming it's taken a long time to get Facebook from them because they're so worried I guess about you know being found out mm. um, and even when I have got to the point of messaging on another platform to get a picture it hasn't been worth it mm. so I tend not to bother mm. um, they tend to be really hard work to get anything out of them and yeah so I tend to not bother with them and I tend to just try and persuade the ones who do match with me that um, you're worth it I'm not some kind of creep you know, deviant freak <laughs> I'm not having an affair certainly some of the women small percentage find it really interesting and the podcast is actually great it's a great hook <laughs> because it makes me somewhat more genuine you know if I can say look you know um, I am real. You can. I listen do this here. podcast. You can listen to it, and why don't you listen to your first, you know, few episodes and then come back to me? If it doesn't put you off, then come back to me. Yeah, yeah, it's it's funny with with men. Then I have I've swiped a few times on profiles that you know you couldn't really make out what their face pic was like. Um, they just had maybe a body pic of themselves or something, and I've I've thought I'll take a chance. Um, there's been a couple of times I've done that. And generally, again, very paranoid about sending face pics. And I'm, I, once I'm messaging somebody else on another platform, I'm quite happy to send a face pic. You know, I feel I can trust somebody. Mm. I won't move to another platform unless I feel already that I have some level of trust. Um, and again, I find the, the trying to persuade them to, to send a face pic isn't worth it. So generally... I, ha I haven't. Uh, the once or twice that I have done it, twice I think, it wasn't worth it. And then they got all stroppy because they had got this far and they felt so invested. And then after all that, I sent, I took a look at the Facebook and said, mm, nah. <laughs> <laughs> and they just kind of had a little mini meltdown about it. Yeah. 
So I don't do that anymore unless there's a face pick. I don't mind if they're married generally. If there's a guy there and says, look, I'm married um, and I'm having a bit of fun. You know, I don't judge them, whatever. That's up to them. Mm. I haven't really tended to meet married men. There's one or two I have met um, and they've been fine, you know, and it doesn't bother me. Like, I don't. Yeah, it's like just the morality of it doesn't. No, yeah. it doesn't, because really it's up to each individual. Uh, although the, the thing that would bother me is if, for example, a guy's wife uh, or girlfriend found my number in his phone um, or a picture of me or something, some kind of compromising information and then hassled yeah. me in real life about it, then that would be a worry. So generally, that's kind of why I don't, because mm. you, you're kind of inviting that messiness into your life and you don't need it. Nobody needs that drama. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I've only ever played with one woman who's been married and that wasn't of tender. I've, I've, I don't think I've ever met a woman off Tinder who's been married. Um, I'd be open to it if you're out there. Um, <laughs> my picture is kind of like a, in a smart suit with a bit of a beard. Um, but no, I, yeah, again, the morality of it, that's, that's really kind of up to them. But um, it's not something that would, that would overly bother me, mm. I have to say. Mm. I, I have kind of seen people I've known on Tinder and generally don't match them, obviously, because mm. I don't want people to know who I am. And, you know, it's been fine. It's been really good. For women, it's really interesting because we were talking about this beforehand. And Tinder is, you know, it depends what you, you want from Tinder. If you want to match with somebody who you're going to have a partnership with and maybe have kids with and stuff like that, then I can see how it's going to be quite difficult because I think most guys on Tinder are looking for an easy fuck. Mm. Um, at the very most, maybe most of them are looking for a fuck buddy, you know, who they can fuck at regular kind of intervals. Mm. Um, and generally, you know, they don't want anything. There are a few genuine profiles who say they're actually looking for something else. Um, and they're looking for a genuine relationship. But most guys, I think, on Tinder are just looking, you know, for a hookup. Yeah. And so for 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 people who are actually looking for that kind of women who are looking for a relationship, I can imagine it's it very, must be very really frustrating. frustrating yeah. Because I have met a few guys from Tinder and I meet them, have a coffee with them. And you just feel like, oh, bloody hell, what a waste of time. You know, mm. there are a few guys in their gems as well. But. You know, it, it tends to it's be hard to find. It is. Yeah, it's really hard to find somebody yeah. you have that chemistry with that you think, yeah, I really would like to see you again. Mm. Um, and when you have a relationship like we have a relationship, um, you're even fussier because you think, well, I'm in such a great relationship as it is. Um, and I know this sounds mm. really weird for people and they think, you know, but that's crazy. If you're in a good relationship, surely you don't need to see anyone else. Yeah. And, and I get asked all the time you know why do you bother yeah and sometimes we do we, we... I, I ask myself that yeah. frequently like why have I bothered with the, you know and especially because it takes so much time and even often when I've met somebody and spent you know half a day with them or something often afterwards I'll think you know why did I bother <laughs> and you know have I just lost half a day I mean you know I have met a couple of people on, on Tinder who are, are really nice and um, you know, really happy to kind of see them again. But I have spent, you know, time with some people and just thought, Jesus Christ, you know, I could have done anything else. I could have gone for a game of snooker or something and it would have been better. 
<laughs> spending my time, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we don't have a lot of time. You know, we have, both of us, we're working, we work long hours, we have kids, um, we have general commitments outside, mm. you know, we like to go to the gym, keep fit, all these kind of things. So, and plus we like to have, kind of, we go out together and have dinner together and go yeah. out on dates together and stuff. So, but generally... Like a you know interesting question like why do we bother with Tinder because often we'll you know go through a phase of it and we'll come out of it and we'll say that's it we're coming we'll out shit and <laughs> then and then within a couple of months we're back into it again so. yeah yeah and at the moment we're both having this kind of down phase yeah like we're sick of Tinder and we're not going on Tinder yeah. and it's just like oh it's so, such rubbish so it is interesting because we don't you know it's a good question but I don't know it's the, answer. the thrill. Yeah, it's it's a cheap thrill. It is, yeah. Especially We're shallow, shallow, shallow people. people yeah. <laughs> like it, cheap thrills. Yeah, it's <laughs> and yeah, like you know, you don't want to say that in a chat because certainly for me, that that's it, match over. What <laughs> what are you looking for? A cheap a thrill. A one night stand. It's it's not even going to be a night. <laughs> but no, so like you know, like you said, you know, men are looking for you know primarily kind of like a one night stand, I guess. For for women. Often in their profile, it'll say no one night stand, please. Um, okay. Looking for something a bit more, and sometimes the women I've I've met and you know and met a few times, and have have gone on with really well have said after a while, look, you know it's great, sex is really good, and you're an, you know interesting guy and blah, blah blah. But you know I need something more than sex, so I'm just going to end it now. You know, mm. um, and that's you know that's it's interesting in its own way too. You know how they're looking for for something more and i suppose everybody is i think everybody looks for that yeah so and and you know you do come to a point where you know you have your fun and it's a thrill but that does kind of wear off yeah sure yeah like a kind of a new tie or something it yeah, does sure. it loses its shine and but it is interesting with tinder i think as well aside from all that that tinder um has a lot more scams aimed at men than it does women you know primarily yeah. because men are horny all the time well not all the time but a lot of the time men who maybe are on tinder are horny yeah and so there are a lot of men on tinder i think in comparison to women yeah like on fab you know it's like you and know, so to one. there are a lot of scams out there that are aimed and targeted specifically at these men yeah yeah and which men... i didn't know about until we started talking about it and i started doing a little bit of research about it yeah and then yeah like i've i've come across quite a few of them but i i do have a theory about men you know men's capacity for rational thought is directly related to how horny they are and if they're extremely horny then they have no rational thought whatsoever so are you saying and before do, you go on to Tinder, you should go and have a wank or something? Yeah, absolutely. It's, that's my top tip. And it's the same for Fab as well. If, you, um, if you're if you going to meet someone or you're, or you're messaging somebody and, you know, if you're really horny, then you'll message anyone for any reason. <laughs> you really will. Like men just, men think with their dicks um, 100% of the time. And the only way to reduce that is to have wank. <laughs> and once you have wank, if you come back to your phone then and reread the messages and look at the person's profile after uh, having had a wank, and you think then, yeah, no, they're they are genuine, then they probably are. <laughs> but if you come back after uh, having had a wank and you see, oh my God, they've got a Russian name, and I've just given all my bank details to this Russian person, then you've been scammed, 
and they're, yeah. and they're too good to be true. Well, there true. are a lot of these scams, these kind of these there's, uh, there's their tons profiles. Of them. They're, they're, and these profiles that look gorgeous and the, the photographs are nearly professional quality, I'd say. Yeah. Um, and they look too good to be true. Yeah. And if, yeah, I mean, you know, once you've been on Tinder for a while, you kind of get to spot the kind of the fake profiles pretty quickly. Mm. Um, but if you're like a newbie, then you'll probably get caught out. Um, so and there's a few of them that say like, once you start messaging them, it's it's quite interesting because it's they're actually bots, um, which I didn't realize. Um, so you message, you'll swipe and, and you match with them nearly immediately, apparently. Yeah. And then immediately they'll send you a message. Yeah. Really so, quickly. So these are like intelligent bots, like kind of algorithms that. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. That are just programmed to, you know, respond to certain uh, prompts that that you give them so they're just you know computers basically that are sending you know messages mm. and they have like a set of predetermined responses to whatever you tell them mm-hmm. but ultimately what they're trying to do is hook you in and at some point they're going to send you a link to something and mm-hmm. it's either to go into another platform or download some pictures or maybe input your personal data into some kind of form and that's what they're looking for. Either put some kind of um, malware in your phone or get you to type in your personal details into something. Mm-hmm. And then they've got you, you know. Yeah, so they're they're quite common. And then there are other ones that are yeah, I mean, like common the, as well. Yeah, I mean, they're the really kind of high-tech versions. Um, the simple ones are, um, you know, on Tinder, often you'll get a picture of a woman and... You'll know because they're slightly more professional than the average picture, but she'll be holding up a piece of cardboard and it will have written on it like an email address. So, you know, email me quick at gmail.com. Or and something. Why, why the email then? What's the email for? Um, well, the email is to, again, get you messaging on another uh, platform, but ultimately at some point they'll send you a link to something. Um, so when I first got on Tinder, I obviously fell for it because I was horny and I hadn't had a wank uh, before I started messaging her. And um, it was a link to some website where, I mean, she was basically a prostitute and it was a link to a form to book an appointment to see her and you had to pay a deposit or something like that. Okay. Um, and then there was another one um, where she wanted me to buy her an iTunes voucher or something okay, like I've that. Okay, I've heard of this one as well. Yeah, so one of the scams is that um, they're able to change. So when you see someone's profile on Tinder, it'll tell you how many, uh, the distance that they are away from you because that's the search criteria, you know, find of somebody course, within yeah. 50 kilometers or something. And um, so you'll match with somebody and it'll say, you know, 25 kilometers away and then you'll get a match. And then the trick is... If you're if you're concerned, keep looking at the distance as to how far away they are from you, because all of a sudden, if they're dodgy, it'll suddenly jump from being really close within your search criteria to being thousands of kilometers away, which is where they actually are okay. in Russia or somewhere like that. <laughs> and nothing against the Russians. It's just they're in the news at the moment. Um, and yeah, so I, I didn't know that at the start. And I said, oh you're suddenly 2,000 kilometers away from you. What happened? And he said, oh, I was on holiday in Dublin and I'm back home now in wherever I live. Uh-huh. And obviously I was naive and young at the time and I, d- I didn't realize. <laughs> 
and um, fell for it and just kept messaging her on Tinder. And then at some point she said to me, um, oh, my mother's really ill. Would you ever help me out and send me an iTunes voucher? And at that point, it was like, you fucking idiot. Yeah, couldn't have a wank. Couldn't have a wank, come back, and then I'm not sure. <laughs> but yeah, so they, I haven't really had any... Um, there's been like a couple of fake pictures. So mm. there are guys like, who put up pictures of themselves. Um, there was one guy who put up a picture of himself who looked really gorgeous, but too gorgeous to be true. Mm. Um, and, you know, you can easily do a Google search for pictures. Uh, reverse search or there's other this other app called veracity mm. um which you can get so it scans kind of uh the picture that you you give it and then it scans the internet for it so this guy turned out to be some kind of model not a very famous one either but some mm. kind of model or the other and you know it was just like why are you putting up fake pics of yourself yeah you know um there's been a few like that there was um you got um you heard about the Instagram thing though as well where was it women want more Instagram followers? Yeah, Instagram this this something this was like something that? another guy was telling me actually a couple of guys told me this and they said very often they will match with a woman a really sexy looking woman good looking fit kind of hot and at the end at the bottom of the profile uh, it'll give her Instagram name and you know, follow me on Insta, blah, blah, blah. And she'll never chat to them. You know, they might send her a message saying hi, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But she'll never chat to them because the point is they have this Tinder profile really to encourage more Insta likes and um, to boost their Insta profile, yeah. which I think is crazy. Also, there's another one. Um, and this is young women who are specifically looking for sugar daddies and they say this on their profile they're looking for sugar daddies by the sugar daddies i guess they mean somebody who's going to buy them stuff who's going to give them stuff who's going to take them places and i guess yeah. i'm assuming they have some kind of something to give for that yeah i'm not i'm not against that i'm not saying you know it's it's a transaction and if that's what you want, that's grand. You know, that's okay. I, I'm not actually being judgmental about that because that's been going on since. Yeah, and that's and that's actually a genuine thing as opposed to. Yeah, it's not a scam. It's like they're being scam, open yeah. about it, and maybe that's what some guys want, and yeah. maybe that's what some women want. And uh, you know, I've had a couple of women, you know, asking me to be sugar daddy, but you I don't, don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. Funny, <laughs> <laughs> I did. Remember, there was one woman. Um, and she sent me a picture of her car and it was a nicer car than the one I have. It was a lovely Golf GTI. And I was just like, geez, that's a really nice car. And she said, what kind of car do you have? I said, it's a family car. It's I said, not it's gonna... not as nice as that one. And that was the end of that conversation <laughs> pretty quickly. But yeah, so um, yeah, there's that. I mean, they're, they are genuine, I suppose, but their Tinder profiles are looking for something else. It's, t it's not just for the sake of matching with somebody or mm. dating somebody. It's more... Um, where I haven't seen any profiles of guys looking for anything like that. Um, so that yeah, there's it, that. like for for you, like the the profiles are, uh, yeah. There's no scams, and they're fairly less, you know, trying to trap you with any kind of sexual yeah. thing. At yeah, yeah, no, really. they don't seem to be. Yeah, but there was a profile recently that it, this wasn't on Tinder; it was on Fab Swingers, and this guy sent me a message. And he didn't have a, a profile picture on his profile. He just had kind of a blank picture. 
Um, but he included a face pic of himself in his message to me. So usually when somebody sends me a face pic, I tend to open it and I usually reply. I'll say, you know, thanks, but no thanks or something along those lines. I, I generally reply, you know, a lot of women don't reply, but I have a lot of fil filters on my fab profile, so I, I don't get that many. And the picture, he said, hi, you know, sorry, I don't have my face pic up as my profile picture, but I'm, I'm in a sensitive kind of job and... I wouldn't want my profile to be public, um, but I've included a face pic of me in this message, which is unusual because, you know, why include a face pic of yourself in your first message to somebody if you're worried that, you know, people might recognize you or something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like a lot of guys do put in a face pic because you kind of have to, but yeah. if you're that worried about being recognized, then duh. Don't do it. Yeah, have a wank first. So... He sent me this message. It was a nice message. I looked at the picture and I went, oh, he's kind of cute. Oh, my God. I nearly dropped. I did actually drop the, the phone and kind of gave a silent scream, mm. particularly because I was at work at my desk and it was of one of my bosses. And I did kind of give a silent scream and went, oh, my fucking God. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> And then I just didn't know what to do. I really didn't know what to do. And, and I thought about it logically. And I thought, could it be this guy? This guy is married. He's got small kids. I don't think it could be him. I just don't think he's that kind of guy. And I messaged, immediately messaged uh, my friend. Uh, and she's also my colleague. And said, oh my God, you're not going to believe this. Blah, 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 blah. And she's, she just kind of silently <laughs> screamed. And then she said, no, I don't think it's him. I don't think it's genuine. I, that can't be him. I can't see him doing something like that. Mm -hmm. um, we both had a gut feeling that it couldn't be him. Um, so what I did then in this case, I messaged him back and um, just kept him going, chatting. We moved to a different platform. I wasn't... I By this stage, I was pretty sure it probably wasn't him. I asked him about the weather... He was outside. He was coaching a kid's um, football match. Um, he said the sky was blue. I said, can you send me a picture? He sent me a picture of a blue sky. And I was like, can you send me a picture of you? Mm. Um, I wanted a live picture. And he sent me a picture of his face, the same guy in a different background with the blue sky in the background. Yeah. And at, at this stage, I could tell it wasn't a live picture because it didn't. You know, it, I could tell with kick, you know, you know, if it's a live picture, if it's a library picture. And I went, oh, ha ha. But I can tell that's not a live picture. And we'd done some searching on this on this individual mm. on on Google Images. And we'd seen, you know, kind of pictures of this guy that you could easily get on, on the Internet. Yeah, because you can and get pictures pretty much anybody on the Internet these days. And the two pictures that he sent you were both pictures, were both pictures that came up almost straight away on Google, on yeah. Google Images. So um, I knew this this wasn't him, um, but I just wanted to, to make sure, absolutely sure. And um I said, so send me a live picture just now. And he wouldn't send me a live picture. He said, no, I can't, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm kind of this or that or the other. I don't look great at the moment. And then I just said, look, I'm just going to stop playing games here. You're not this guy. That's not your Facebook. You've just taken this off the internet. Mm. And he admitted it straight away. He said, yeah, you're right. Um, it's not me, but it kind of looks like me. <laughs> 
um, and I am really good looking. Yeah, if I you look would, really like David Beckham. Yeah, yeah. If you would just meet me, mm. and uh, I, I just couldn't believe it. So I said, no, I'm not going to meet you. And, you know, by the way, you know, you could ruin somebody's life by putting pictures like that out there. You know, you mm. don't know what people are going to say. Um, you could wreck somebody's life. It had never occurred to him. He went, oh, sorry. And he said, actually, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Um, and I just found that so bizarre that, you know, it, it's the kind of thing that you could easily, I could easily have said to somebody, oh, yeah, this guy is, he's going around, he's sleeping around, he's got profiles on all sorts of websites. Um, and before you know it, the jungle drums are beating, beating. and Yeah, and I mean, once someone gets, you know, even, if, you know, if it's proved to be not true, you know, even that kind of smear is enough. It to, is, it, really it's, is. It stays with somebody. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I thought that was pretty, pretty shitty, actually. It really was. It's pretty fucking stupid as well. Yeah, it is. But anyway, so it wasn't my boss, thank God. I did but see him again. It was again. pretty funny. And, you, and it did you, cross my mind. I went, oh my God, I got the sweats even thinking about it, you know. But you did think all the same. If it is him, would I do him? I did think that, yeah. Yeah. Because he is good looking. Yeah. And it is the thrill of the because taboo. Because your friend thought that as well. God, if it is him. <laughs> um, I know, we had a very fevered discussion. Would would I really? And you said to me, no, it's work. It's just too tricky, too dodgy. and it's But it's the taboo. Oh, yeah. It's completely the taboo. I would if it was me. <laughs> <laughs> but none of your bosses are. Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, it wasn't him, so it was fine. But yeah, no, nothing else kind of strange or weird has happened to me i've not been catfished uh either a friend of mine has been catfished um in that you know somebody sends a picture that's obviously not them and they meet up and Mm. you know it's such a waste of time to meet somebody and you find out that they're not who their facebook said they were or else their facebook was 10 years ago yeah and again that seems to be like a woman thing you know i don't i've never heard of a guy being catfished by a woman Um, oh i have have you? I have, yeah. Yeah. I've just never, well, I've I've never had that happen to me. Yeah. But yeah, so, but I think the thing is, if you're worried about it, you just make sure you, you have a live video with somebody or something like that before you meet them. You know, you can easily do a live video chat on WhatsApp or, or, or any other kind yeah, of messaging. Just to make sure that, that they're real. That not only are they real, but they look like they're, they're pictures. Yeah. You know, you don't want to kind of meet up with somebody who actually doesn't look anything like their pictures tends to be or their pictures are from 10 years ago. Mm. And, you know, but I have heard of some people, particularly women who have been kind of blackmailed um, after having sent, you know, compromising pictures. Yeah. Um, so they can be a little bit more susceptible to that kind of blackmail, I guess, maybe. Or, you know, I have come across some women who are quite reticent about sending stuff, you know, because of that. They seem to be a bit more worried about privacy. Yeah. Than guys, you know, which is fair enough. Um, there was one woman I was I was messaging recently, and you know she was on kick, and she was really worried about sending a live pic. And I said, look, even just send me a picture of your foot, just so I know that you know it's you and it's a woman, and you know it's not a guy or something creepy. And did she? She did, yeah. Her and foot looked I, very nice. And she didn't I'm have hairy feet. I'm very happy to meet her foot. She didn't have hairy feet. <laughs> no, she didn't have hairy feet. <laughs> just as well. Big two of us. 
Yeah, so that's kind of been our experience at t- on on Tinder, and and we haven't really haven't really bothered trying with any other apps. I did try with with Plenty of Fish for a while, um, ages ago, and I didn't. It was a pain in the arse. I, I couldn't be bothered bother. with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and there's a few others out there. Um, one called Cupid, something okay, Cupid. Cupid, okay, okay Cupid. Cupid, yeah, it's supposed to be okay. Yeah. Um, but again, I just don't have the time. No, I, I, I'm the same. And as it is at the moment, we're kind of on a downturn. With, yeah, um, I haven't been on Tinder now for about a month and it's actually great. Yeah, when you're not on it, you don't miss it. Yeah, yeah, not at all. It can be an awful waste of time. Um, the other thing we did recently was we had a really good threesome. We did. With a guy called Ben, um, who's who I've been chatting to for ages and ages and ages. Yeah. Um, and he got in touch with us through a friend of mine um, and she kind of said you know I think you'd really like him he's this he's that he's the other (laughs) she knows my type and um, so we'd been messaging for ages and I met him for a naughty coffee once Mm -hmm. and he finger fucked me in a public place he did and that was really fun and then we just didn't get around to meeting up and then we finally the three of us finally had a date where we were all free Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I um, went you booked to a hotel, hotel room. Um, had a fabulously big bed, um, in a like a little kind of hotel. Yeah, but we needed it with this guy because he was a fabulously big guy. He's massive. Yeah. He's so tall He's very and, big, yeah. and broad and really really well built. Yeah, and it was it was quite funny because we went to the bar, um, and we got there a bit early, and we went to the bar, and while you were checking in, I thought I'll go in and get a drink at the bar mm. and I went into the bar and it was um, a weekend evening and it was about nine o'clock there was nobody in the bar except all these old guys sitting at the bar now I was dressed up I dressed uh, I was dressed in a short dress I think mm. I had stockings which you couldn't see obviously but I was doing stockings and heels and a tight tight dress and a tight kind of leather jacket and mm. my hair was down and loose and I had gold hoop earrings and um, red lipstick and stuff and I went up to the bar and I was waiting because they were quite busy I was waiting for the, the barman to serve me and there were a couple of guys they were so obvious they were, I don't know, they were in their late 50s I'd say across and they were gawping at me like, mm. and they made me feel so uncomfortable and you know, I would meet their eye every now and again, kind of, and dare them to look at me, you know, just fuck off, would you? Yeah, yeah. Um, and they'd look away. But as soon as I turned away, they'd look back and they were openly like, you know, they made me feel so, so uncomfortable. And no wonder a lot of women just don't go into bars like that. Mm. Um, so I got my drinks and we went out into the lounge and we sat there and we waited for Ben. And yeah. then eventually um he said just go up and i'll meet you up in the room which was much better actually yeah yeah because the bar wasn't great it was like no. an old folks home yeah <laughs> old kind of horny man but you know guys you know i don't think guys get that about how they make women feel when they when they stare at them so openly you know it's kind of you know guys just have this predatory thing i suppose mm, and, it's and, really not nice it's really uncomfortable it's very horrible actually it's so kind of overt um and guys just need to realize just to be a lot more subtle, I suppose, mm. and sensitive, maybe. Yeah. Know. But anyway, Ben came to the room and he came in and. 
Yeah, when he came in, um, I was... You hadn't met him before. No. So he came in and you were sitting in the bed and he, he, he came and sat beside you in the bed. And it was quite nice at the start because they had a couple of kind of comfy chairs. And I had my drink and um, I was sitting on, on the chair uh, beside the bed. Um, and, and we were all just chatting. Yeah, it was, it was, it was nice chatting. And yeah, one of the things I, I like most about about the lifestyle is seeing you um getting kind of hot and horny with another guy and kissing him and all that and it was it was really nice because i was sitting in the chair just relaxing and watching you you know the two of you mainly chatting um and then he kind of said he started stroking your leg and he asked if he could kiss you and he did and it was just nice just sitting there watching the two of you kissing and how and but how did you feel getting a bit more kind of aroused and i saw you kind of reaching over and kind of stroking his leg and feeling his crotch and and it was it was it's pretty erotic you know mm. like it's i don't know i suppose after a few years um you kind of realize the things that really turn you on about the lifestyle and things that are a thrill and aren't a thrill anymore you know mm-hmm. um but certainly I've always really liked threesomes with another guy and I liked just watching and um, seeing you getting aroused and seeing the two of you just getting more and more passionate together. And then eventually taking off, um, I took off my dress mm. um, and I took off his shirt, I think. Yeah, and he did this kind of cool thing, which I can't do because I'm not bigger, strong enough. <laughs> But you know, he you you were both standing at the at the at the end of the bed. Oh yeah. And um, he just suddenly bent down and picked you up off the ground. In a wonder. Yeah, almost with one hand, and was kind of you had your legs kind of wrapped around, um, his midriff, I guess, mm-hmm. and you were kissing him and stuff. And I just looked and thought, oh fuck, that's cool. Yeah. I need to get in the gym more so I'm strong <laughs> enough to do that no but he's this guy's like massive he's like 6 foot 6 or something like that yeah but it, it did look pretty cool yeah and, um, yeah yeah no but yeah no I suppose I you know I, I like watching you kind of have sex and I like watching you kind of have pleasure that's part of the thing that you know I really like about it but unfortunately you know I couldn't sit and watch for too long and you know because you got too horny yeah, I like watching, but not as much as I like kind of joining in. <laughs> so I couldn't help myself tripping off and jumping on the bed as well. Yeah, and it was it was really nice. And now this wasn't this was strictly straight kind of um, MFM, um, and uh, it was really really nice. It was it was just re- very relaxed, and you kind of fucked me, and then he fucked me, and we you spit roasted me. Mm. Um, yeah, we put some pictures up on Instagram. I yeah, think, we did. We did. It was some, really nice. Some pretty nice ones. Of, you, were, a... you were straddling his face. Yeah. And you were stretched up against the kind of headboard of the bed and he had his fingers inside you. And I spent a lot of time taking pictures, actually. You did. Um, and there was they were some, very good, too. Some nice ones of mm. the two of you kind of intertwined and... He he was so big, he he kind of had to lie down most of the time. And you were kind of just scrabbling around all over the top of him in various different positions. He, I um, didn't hear so, him complain. So, uh, but the, yeah, I suppose in the end, he, he, um, he was behind you and he gave you a, a damn good pounding. He did. And I remember him saying to me, um, how, how hard, how hard will I fuck her, you know? And I said, there is no too hard. You just, <laughs> you just go as hard as you can. 
um, and it was nice because I remember um, kind of lying in my back and you were between my legs on all fours and he was pounding you from behind and it was just lovely kind of holding you and watching my face experiencing kind of your your pleasure and just watching it and Mm. it was it was really nice I liked it a lot Mm. yeah it was very good it was very good and then um he's good at pounding he is very good at pounding yeah. <laughs> um and then he kind of afterwards he kind of left very quickly actually afterwards and we um had a shower and stuff and left as well mm. and um uh, got something of course to eat on the way home yeah we did. um but uh, and then you know the really nice thing as well i like is just dissecting it all afterwards mm. it's so nice like you know you have all the flashbacks that occur the next day as well and you you can think you know and this is one of the reasons i like doing you know it's nice meeting other people and stuff but when we do things together like when we see somebody together when we fuck somebody together when we go to parties together we always have the, the next day discussions. Although we do as well. Sometimes if I go out as, and do the hot wife thing or something, yeah, or you yeah. see somebody else, you know, it's nice. Mm. But I do particularly like it with threesomes because you have such, um, yeah, you, you kind of, it turns you on again the next day. We had great sex the next day as well, didn't we? Yeah, that night and the next day. like We, the, just, we were just so turned on. The buzz lasted for, for a while. Mm. Um, Another 24 hours at least. Yeah. Um, and it really it was we were super horny after that yeah and I don't know I mean even just reflecting on what we've been talking about about tinder and then about the threesome we're Mm. obviously so much more kind of um, into the threesome we are yeah and the thing is I think probably the thing with meeting people from fab is you automatically assume everyone is a little bit kinky Mm. because they are I think to be on a swingers website you, you are you're a bit of a deviant anyway so often the thing i find with people i meet on tinder they are they're quite vanilla mm. and although you know they, they're always interested in exploring and stuff but the thing is i don't want to be a teacher i don't want to be no you want somebody's sex who, coach <laughs> you want someone who's there already exactly somebody who's experienced and who's and who, knows, who knows what they want and who's done it before and is willing to try again or try new things or whatever. I think, yeah, I mean, I think part of the problem for me anyway is that Fab is such a small pool of people. Yeah, that's true. Um, there's just, you know, it's just almost not worth searching anymore because they just come up know, with the same same people, you know. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with those people, but you know, you just want a bigger pool of people to kind of search in. But also, like, at the moment, I'm so much more into doing stuff with you than on, on mm-hmm. my own, because doing stuff with you, um, just the experiences are nearly always amazing. And it's just great. And it just feels great doing stuff with you. And it, it brings us very close together. Mm. Now, there was a question somebody asked us um, yeah. recently, and it was about it was about our dating thing um, separately. And it was um, along the lines of do either of us get jealous or or feel left out or feel left out if the other goes out on a few dates or sees a few people and then the other one doesn't and i think there's an element of truth in that i think um yeah and i think probably we do i think probably less so now but certainly at the start um there would have been there would have been a little bit of that um and i think a lot of what makes it work for us is that it's that it's kind of equal that we feel that there's equality in 
what what we do and how much fun each of us kind of has you know mm. um I'd, no, I'd, we're both aware of it you know it's like i wouldn't go out on a lot of dates you know uh, over a period of time knowing that you weren't going on any yeah because and, i would feel bad yeah and you need to be kind of sensitive to the other person and what they're doing so i wouldn't stay out late more than a couple of times you know if i knew that you were working really hard and you had to pick up the rest of the work at home you know kind of thing yeah. so there's that kind of you know relationship thing as well that you need to be very kind of aware of um but i think maybe at the start i would probably have been more bothered about that when i was a little bit less experienced on tinder and um getting dates i suppose um mm. so at the start maybe um if you'd been out to see a couple of people, I might have felt, you know... Um, you weren't getting any action. Yeah, and maybe a little bit worried or jealous maybe at the start, I guess, um, that you were going to meet someone who was, you know, fantastic or, you know, had a, a better cock or whatever, you know. That's not possible. <laughs> but, but with experience, I know that that's not possible, you know. But no, I think I suppose because of... Um, I, you know you do well I suppose I've picked up a lot of confidence from the whole Tinder thing and I know that I could if I wanted to go on Tinder and find a date pretty quickly and s sleep with somebody so mm. because I know that um, I'm not bothered about not being on Tinder right now and you say being on Tinder and finding somebody and, and going out on a date it doesn't bother me at all mm. um, but I think that comes with a bit of experience um, and confidence yeah yeah and it's my choice not to bother with it anymore you know mm. um, I think sometimes yeah you can search quite hard just to just to get that self-validation at the start and that can then lead to feelings of insecurity especially especially because you know for a woman and especially one that's really good looking you can find any guy at any time of day um, and you know for a guy it's so much harder to to find somebody but then often like for me i don't want a guy at any time of day yeah i know yeah you know so it's not a case of um quantity no it's it is quality and but yeah so it doesn't i don't think it bothers us anymore no. um but certainly for a new couple that we're starting out in mm. it i'd be very careful about um you know just checking in with how the other person's mm, feeling all mm. the time because solo play is is very is it can be tricky yeah it, yeah it, it and, can be and i know a couple who gave us advice kind of at the very beginning and they had kind of quite strict ground rules for for dating separately so they would um they were allowed kind of i don't know one date that's uh, right yeah. one, one date a month or something like that so they were each allowed yeah. you know a separate date a month they had kids as well so obviously mm. one of them had to be home to look after the kids mm. you know so they were allowed one date each a month um they were allowed um which could include sex if they wanted and um and they were allowed i think kind of a night away with somebody um i don't know something like every couple of months mm. You know, if they wanted to spend a whole night with somebody else, then they were allowed to do that every few months. Yeah. Um, and I, I have to say, I thought that was, well, I, I don't think I would be that comfortable with that. Um, yeah. 
I think they had a Google ca- uh, calendar to organize everything. A lot well. of people in open relationships use Google calendars. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if you if you you can imagine, like if you had somebody you were seeing, you were more of a in a poly relationship, so mm. you were with somebody like kind of more long term. You would have to have calendars to get dates and stuff. You know, it's it's tricky, but it's a yeah. tricky business. Like you're trying to arrange so many people. Yeah, um, yeah, and get everyone happy at the same like time. Like even trying to it's arrange hard. that threesome for us for that night. It took months. Like. <laughs> it did. Yeah. It's like we could never have a poly relationship. We just don't have the time. Yeah, and yeah, like I mean, I suppose I'm not really, you know, some woman messaged me and asked about the one night stand thing, and um, and it's like I'm not really looking for a one night stand. Um, I'd like someone that I have a connection with. Mm. So I'm kind of friends with them in a way fuck buddies but you know i'm not looking for someone to be in a poly relationship either no you know, it's, it's tricky uh, you know because i do find you know tinder can be distracting you know to me kind of you know i like to just have my focus on on you and if sometimes i find if there's other women it can i don't know run interference in my little brain <laughs> so it can be complicated you know it's not it's 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 not an easy thing Mm. so yeah I don't know a poly relationship I think that would just mess with me altogether yeah personally anyway yeah I don't know I haven't I, I wouldn't rule it out completely you yeah. know I think I mean, I'm you never that, know who you're going to meet no but I think I've always been that way inclined mm. um, and I don't think it's anything to do with you know loving you any less um, because for me it's like you know I can see I can see how you you can love different people in different ways. Yeah. You know, just like you you love your kids separately and mm. differently but equally. Yeah. It's just um, different. Yeah. 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 So I wouldn't rule it out. I just don't see how I could fit anyone in. Fit, fit it in, yeah. <laughs> but you know, as well as that, you know, I do kind of realize how lucky we are as well. Um because I do come across so many women on Tinder who are 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 just quite jealous of being in a really strong relationship and then doing this as well and they see it as being kind of greedy or they see it as having your cake and eating it you know that you have the security of the relationship to go back to and you can have a bit of fun and make you can have your pussy and eat it and eat it as well you mm. know and you do that very well well, well you have you to gobble eat it. it up in you, fact you have it's unfair <laughs> if you don't eat it and with that i think our um, episode has come to an end so thanks for listening guys yeah and we'll be back with new tales of sexy adventures next yeah. time so until vincent, then vincent um has some more sexy adventures he's embarking on a new sexy adventure so we can talk I'm, about that a bit more i'm in training so um we shall reveal all the next time <laughs> <laughs> okay thanks for listening okay until next time